All right, head coach Justin Wilcox of your California Golden Bears joining us now as we get ready for the NFL draft this week. Coach, first off, I want to ask you how you're doing. Are you safe, healthy, and uh, how's everybody doing yeah. in the Cal family? Yeah, doing well. Uh, we're all, uh, you know, like everybody, trying to do the best we can uh, with these circumstances and just uh, hopeful that everybody can get healthy, stay healthy, and uh, we can mitigate this as best we can so we can uh, all get back to doing what we love to do. Yeah, you, um, Coach Brennan and Coach Shaw, I believe it was two or three weeks ago, put out a PSA um, to kind of encourage people to do their best to to stay home and, and along mm -hmm. those things with the coronavirus. Why did you guys feel that was important to put that PSA, PSA out on Twitter? Oh, I just think, uh, you know, uh, talking to our fans and our, our players and everybody uh, that we all have a part in this, you know, this is affecting everybody uh, across our country and throughout the world. So just trying to do our best to um, slow it down and so we can get back to life uh, in our new normal, whatever that might be. Yeah. Can you run me back to spring ball? You guys are kind of in the middle of things and maybe the days where you got suspended and kind of what has happened in the last month. Can you run me back from that moment to where we are now? We were able to uh, get four practices in and we were getting ready for our fifth when everything, uh, when every, everything got put on pause. And uh, so we uh, were able to get some work in there. And then shortly thereafter, most all of our players uh, went home and to be with their families. And most everybody is sheltering in place at their homes and uh, same with our coaches and they shut the school down in our building. And so we've been, you know, using, you know, virtual uh, tools and uh, having meetings and so it was we we're glad to be able to get some practices in but ultimately the most important thing is everybody stays healthy and uh, we mitigate this as best we can. So obviously the guys are doing their schoolwork online uh, workout wise you can't really replicate football or spring ball so what have you guys implemented as far as maybe virtual workouts or how you're making sure you guys stay in shape as yeah. you get ready for the season at some point? Uh, we can provide them with guidance and direction on workouts. Uh, there's nothing that's mandatory. Uh, you know, we, we can't watch and, and uh, oversee the workouts. So I know a lot of the guys are doing them. They kind of they have a position and group text going to kind of keep each other keep each other going. Uh, but we're able to provide them uh, guidance, and we're able to actually get them some care package type equipment. Uh, okay. So for the, some guys may have weights available, some don't. So mm -hmm you know, getting some body weight workout and things like that, using bands and ropes and all different of those tools. So uh, I know they're doing it uh, as well as they possibly can be. And uh, they're all chomping at the bit to get back going too. But uh, none of us, you know, have the answer on that quite yet. Yeah. The last time we talked in person uh, was at Stanford. That was a fun day for you, uh, for the Cal program and, and for anybody that's associated with Cal. And then you guys finished the season strong with a Red Box Bowl win. So the momentum you carried into the end of the season, into spring ball, and then for it to be halted, what did you like that you were seeing about this year's team getting getting ready to go into fall eventually? Well, we uh, we finished with good momentum, uh, certainly, and the off-season workouts were really productive. I thought the guys are, uh, you know, have great energy in their, in their workouts. You know, every team's different, and the dynamics are different on every team, but I really like the way the guys were, were coming together. And you know, this is a difficult time for all people, you know, everybody. And, and uh, whether you're in football or, you know, family members or private business, you know, it, it's affecting everybody. But our guys have done a really nice job of staying engaged with each other and with our coaches. And I know whenever the time is that we can come back, they'll come back uh, ready to work together. Coaches, you've been building this program. What have you liked that you've seen now? I think you're entering your fourth season here. Um, 
these are now all going to be really your guys or your, you know, your recruits. Do you like what you're building and how, uh, you know, hopeful are you for the future in the next five, 10 years of this program? Yeah. Um, well, I think one of the neat things to see is that the expectations that we put on these guys early when we got here about how we do things in terms of our uh, performance on the field or practice, uh, how we go about meetings, uh, our expectations uh, academically at school and how we act outside the building. I think we, we had a lot of those expectations that we set on them and now they uh, have become their own expectations and they have really uh, taken to that and they hold each other accountable, which is really neat to see. Cal has such a great tradition of, of building guys, young men, into players that eventually go in the NFL and have very good careers. You had three guys that went to the combine, Ashton Davis, Jalen Hawkins, Evan Weaver. Can you talk about each one of those guys and what they would provide to an NFL team that either selects them in their draft or picks them up in free agency? How good are these guys going to be at the next level, Coach? Yeah, uh, three excellent football players and great guys. Um, you know, they're all a little bit different and mm -hmm. uh, different positions, different style of play, different demeanors, but all excellent football players and had a lot to do with our success uh, on the field and, and uh, off the field. But uh, if you look at the safeties, you know, Jalen Hawkins, extremely physical guy. Uh, he's tough. I mean, when I, you know, talk to the NFL guys about Jalen, you know, he is one of those guys that just plays with a ton of heart. Um, he is a warrior in every sense of the word, extremely physical guy, great instincts. Um, and I think he'll be real valuable. He can play up, uh, all four special teams uh, and will be a great teammate. So uh, really excited about Jalen and he'll, he'll stick somewhere, you know, because yeah. of the, the ball skills, the physical nature, the special teams, the intangible things that he brings. Uh, like I said before, just a great teammate. Uh, and a warrior. Um, Ashton Davis is really scratching the surface. You know, he's a young player in terms of his experience with football. He didn't grow up playing, you know, seven on seven and being in, in all these combines and camps and personal trainers. He had a different path. Uh, Ashton's a very gifted athlete and uh, he is a driven person. Uh, so I expect him to to be a, uh, a really quality player for, for somebody. And I think the, the people are excited about his tangible skills because he's got great physical tools, but also, you know, his, his uh, thirst for knowledge and he's always trying to improve and learn a game. So really excited for Ashton. And then Weave, there is just no ar arguing his production. You know, Weave is a uh, born to play middle linebacker. He's got the, that uh, demeanor. He definitely has a chip on his shoulder, and he's had it for a long time, and he'll always have it. And uh, I think that's kind of got him to where he's at now. And he is, uh, uh, you know, a guy that made as many tackles as any uh, – more tackles than anybody in the country in the last two years. So yeah. you can't argue with that. Uh, and as long as he fits into whatever the system is that they're looking for, I think Weave's going to be a heck of a player for somebody. Unfortunately, you guys, if I, if I know this correctly, you did not get to have pro day, correct? Um, so for the guys that weren't invited to the Combine, who else can we be looking out for that can make an impact to the next level? And how unfortunate was it that they didn't get to have pro day and kind of show up? For yeah, yeah. It, you know, you really, yeah, it's uh, tough for those guys. I know, obviously, the, you know, that uh, Jalen and Ashton and, and Evan, they wanted to, to have another chance to mm -hmm. talk to people and, and do those things. But we had a number of other seniors who were uh, going to, hopefully get an opportunity because, you know, really it's just about getting that foot in the door and, and uh, getting your chance. And, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Travion Beck at, at DB or, or, you know, some of these other guys on offense, uh, Jordan Duncan was a senior and, 
there's just a few guys that, that have a chance if they can get their foot in the door and get in the right spot. Um, and, you know, the pro day wasn't able to, to go forward, and that's just the way it is. But uh, we're, we're hopeful that all those guys get the opportunity that they're looking for and make the most of it. Coach, we're just a couple of days away from the NFL draft, and it's going to be, uh, unfortunately, unlike any other we've ever seen. We're so used to the hype, and it was going to be in Vegas and all of those things. Um, what do you expect to see from the draft? I mean, do you, how do you watch the NFL draft? You're, you're a head coach at a huge program, so how do you watch the NFL draft? <laughs> I don't, other than our guys, you know. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's just I uh, – the draft is about pageantry, and I'm excited for our guys who are going to get to experience it. I, I'm not one of those people that sits around and watches the draft. I think it's great for football and the fans, <laughs> um, uh, you know, people that put a lot of time into this, and there's a lot of, uh, yeah, pageantry, you know, yeah. there is. But uh, I'm excited for our guys uh, and the opportunity that they're going to get here. Uh, it's about, you know, getting that chance and, and uh, making the most of it. And It's a special day in their lives, but I – I'm just not one of the people that sits around and watches the draft. All right. Well, in case you want to, it's on ABC7 all weekend. So we got yeah. you dialed in and we have a special show yeah. uh, after the first round. But um, I kind of lost my line of question. I'm surprised you didn't like watching the draft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess maybe I'm a draft nerd. Um, no, that's good. I'm glad. I, yeah, I just haven't. I, I'll watch uh, if I know one of our guys is getting picked. You know, that's kind of the time. Yeah, no, that, that makes yeah. sense. Um, you obviously weren't coaching at Cal when this happened, but uh, one of the famous draft stories was Aaron Rodgers and him sitting there waiting and waiting mm -hmm. and waiting, eventually going to the Packers. And obviously he's had what is going to be a hall of fame career, but he also has that close connection with Cal and the scholarship that's been established in his name. And then what he gave your program for viewers and fans that don't know, how much has Aaron Rodgers meant to the program and what he's done for the football program? Well, I actually was coaching at Cal at that time. I was an assistant. I was coaching oh, the okay. linebackers. That's all right. But yeah. uh, so I do remember that well. And uh, Aaron, uh, was an exceptional player here. He was a, a great teammate, and he's, uh, you know, he's in the, he's in the conversation to, as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And we're really proud of him. And the fact that he supports our program uh, the way that he has is it means everything. And so, not only the monetary uh, part of it, and obviously the scholarship that you mentioned, and the locker room that he uh, donated to, donated to our team and our program. Uh, that's we, we couldn't thank him enough for that. Uh, but it's the, you know, the, you know, what it means outside the building and, you know, and recruiting and the things that he does and how he represents the university uh, like he does. It's just uh, really special. So we're proud of him and we're really appreciative for all that he's done for us. Since you were there and that's my fault. Uh, did that's you right. know at that moment, like for a guy to get drafted and you knew he was going to be high, but then he falls, he had a chance maybe to go to the Niners. There's always that story. But did you know he could be this great at a level where he's up in the conversation of, Maybe greatest of all time, do you want to argue that? Oh, boy, I think that's tough. I mean, we, Aaron was a – I'm not a quarterback whisperer. I'm not a guru. <laughs> I don't – if anybody says that, you know, they know all this stuff beforehand, I think they're probably stretching the truth to make yeah. themselves sound a little smarter. Uh, Aaron was an exceptional player. He's extremely smart. I mean, he throws the ball as well as anybody that's ever thrown mm -hmm. it. Uh, there's a lot to, that goes into playing quarterback, and he's done it extremely well. Um, but – you know, nobody really knows. And, and for, you know, as a coach and being in this uh, college football for 20 years coaching, and uh, I've stopped trying to figure out the draft, you know. I know there's <laughs> certain things that teams are looking for, and that's their prerogative. And uh, yeah, they put a lot of time and energy in trying to figure it out what it is that, that fits their team, and I respect that. So 
Um, you know, I don't really get overly emotional about that. I just want our players to have a chance and do well. But, uh, you know, Aaron, you know, that sometimes those things happen. And all I'd say is it, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Chase Garbers uh, is your quarterback uh, for the foreseeable future. And when he's on the field, coach, you guys win. Unfortunately, he had a couple, you know, some injuries last year. But what do you expect from Chase this year as he leads the offense? Yeah, I think uh, Chase, even since the bowl game, you just notice uh, how he's operating, whether it's practice, workouts, um, the meeting room. He's a very sharp guy. He's played quite a bit of football, and he's still got two years left. I think he's done a really nice job picking up the offense from Coach Musgrave. Uh, and so, you know, we expect Chase to continue to improve. And uh, I think he expects the same from himself. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to Chase just playing better and better the more he plays, which he will. And he did last year, and uh, that's, that's what's exciting. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was Santa Clara, Santa Clara County officials that said there's a potential that maybe there would be no games, sporting events with fans until November, Thanksgiving. And uh, obviously this is always changing. But, Coach, can you imagine playing football games that count with no fans? Um, I haven't put a ton of thought into all that. I mean, we have modeled everything uh, that we possibly could. I just think it's, you know, there's a lot to be determined. And I know there's a lot of speculation out there uh, from when we're going to, you know, whether it's us or private businesses or restaurants and hotels. Um, I don't have the answer for that. You know, sure. what my job is, is, you know, when we put together some models on some different scenarios, now the scenarios are, um, are infinite. And uh, I know what we're all looking forward to is getting back and playing as soon as we possibly can. And when they tell us, hey, you can come back on this day together. Uh, we're going to have a great plan in place to do that. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if anybody has the answer. Well, I certainly don't. People <laughs> might have the answer right now yeah. on games with people or fans with and versus without. But uh, I just don't spend a ton of time on that because I don't have any control over it. Sure. And none of us do. And there's other people that are smarter than us trying to figure that <laughs> that's out. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to leave it to them. But, but when we do come back, and I, I believe eventually that's going to be this year, and, and football is in a position where the season still has months uh, before you guys play, but how do you think that sports and college football will be a part of the healing process for America as we want to get back to normal? Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, you know, football is an important game for a lot of reasons. Uh, what's most important is the health and well-being of the people of our country, uh, first and foremost. But once it's determined that it, it's safe for us to be back, I think it's going to be a great, uh, you know, way for us as a team, our university, our fans, the fans of uh, college football, people in general, I just think it's one of those things that unites people. And uh, that's why we're so excited to get back. Obviously, we're chomping at the bit. And uh, thankfully, knock on wood, you know, guys have been healthy and doing well, which is great. Uh, but we, we want to get back as when it's, uh, you know, prudent to be back. But sure. it will have an impact. I mean, people, sports are important. Uh, Football is important, and it's not just the game. It's kind of everything that surrounds it. Uh, any hobbies you picked up during quarantine? <laughs> uh, Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom seems to be my new hobby. Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, something I was never – I was telling you before, I've never yeah. been a big FaceTimer or a virtual yeah. meeting guy, but I've, yeah. I'm getting better. I'm sure. a work in progress, but yeah. uh, we're doing the best we can. Our coaches are creative. We found different ways to engage with our players. And our, that generation is all about it. You know, they FaceTime and virtual uh, 
exchanges are part of their everyday lives. So they're doing well. I think we're getting used to it as coaches. But no, uh, you, you picked up any shows or your movies or you're learning oh. Spanish. Like, are you doing anything else? I mean, obviously you're, yeah. you're human with people like us. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I've, I've done a couple puzzles and uh, read some, got some documentaries going, uh, which I enjoy. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, trying to use it as a time to do those things that we always say, all of us always say, well, I don't have time to get to that. Well, mm -hmm. this is the time. And, and thankfully, uh, being healthy, because I know there's a lot of people out there that are struggling either with health. Mm -hmm. I mean, the economy, there's just a lot going on right now. So trying to keep some perspective. We just talked with Raheem Mostert of the 49ers earlier today. This is actually my third Zoom call, but coach, he actually cut his own hair and I've been attempting to cut mine. Uh, oh, is that important no. to you or just going to let the thing grow out? I'm just going to let it grow. I mean, I kind of, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have enough skill, nor do I maybe care enough. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, you, you're, yeah, I'm sure you guys' hair, hair looks great. So. <laughs> yeah, all of us YouTube or uh, TV people, especially, were, that was the one where it's like, when are we getting, I mean, you, you know, yeah. there's an appearance you want to do. So I Floby, don't you get a Floby? Yeah, 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 you, you do a like YouTube a video and you kind of start doing it. Um, I wonder, uh, this is like the big sports thing now, and ESPN brought it in. Did you watch The Last Dance, the documentary on the Bulls? And if you did, what did yeah. you think? Super cool. I mean, that's, you know, I, growing up, uh, when I grew up, I mean, Michael Jordan was the guy. And uh, just to see the competitive nature that uh, that he had and hear the people talk about him, you hear Coach Kerr, you know, speak to him. And uh, it's just re – it's really interesting. I actually sent a, a text out to a few of the guys on the team saying, hey, you guys need to check this out. So, yeah. Do you think the younger generation, the guys that you're, um, you know, coaching right now – either maybe weren't alive or were very young and they know Michael Jordan is maybe something they've seen on YouTube. Like, do they understand right. the greatness of Michael and all those guys that those Bulls teams, I was in my youth between, you know, six yeah. and 13 when that was going on. Um, that's a healthy debate that comes up at team dinners sometimes or prior to the team meetings it, when, you know, before they start, we'll get some of those things going. And it's uh -huh. one of those, there's no right answer, you know, cause they have different opinions on uh, the guys they've grown up watching, but, I think uh, especially with, you know, where media is, when you can see all the highlights and they got YouTube and they got all the video because when we were younger, you know, the players that we had heard that uh, preceded us, you didn't have all the video. And right. so for them to be able to watch, you know, Michael Jordan and some of the things he did and what he accomplished, I think they do have an appreciation for him. Um, how excited are you to get back on the field, um, you know, to coach and, and be in the Pac-12 environment, be mm -hmm. back in the stands? Uh, do you have a greater appreciation now or you think you will once you take the field again and it all counts uh, for real wins and losses? Yeah, I would say all of us uh, who are fortunate enough to be healthy and, uh, you know, I, I think we'll all, we will all have a, a little more perspective on things because this has changed uh, people's lives and will change people's lives from the, you know, the health and wellness of people mm -hmm. and also just, you know, the economic impact of, of sure. this situation. So uh, certainly appreciative um, for what we have. And I hope that we can all have a little better perspective once we get back to our respective uh, professions and lives. I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything that I did? I, I'm wondering, is Cal, uh, and maybe I haven't seen this, are you guys doing something that is, are you going to put some more stuff out about COVID relief or anything that you can help uh, people. Well, I would, yeah, there's some, you know, things that our players have been doing. I mean, Elijah Hicks, um, Mike Safel, 
uh, Marcel Dancy, Coin Dang. Uh, there's a bunch of guys who are active right now in different ways in the community, which has been really neat to see. I'm just really proud of them and uh, what they're doing to to help out, you know. And like I said, they're doing it in different ways, but this is all them. This is not mandated by the football program or the university. This is just them and who they are as people and trying to help. So I've been really uh, humbled and proud to watch those guys do what they're doing. How impressive is that, Coach, when you say you don't, they're not telling them to do it and they just, these guys are doing it on their own. They see a, a need and they're jumping in right away. Yeah. Um, it makes you feel really good to be associated with them. You know, honestly, it just, that's those guys and who they are as people. And uh, just to be associated with that, uh, like I said, this is not a directive from any coach uh, or the team or the department. This is them uh, doing good things for other people, and uh, that's that's pretty special to see. I know every, and this is the last one I have for you, and I know every game is the same, but do you have any particular game circle in the calendar that you're really looking forward to? I know they all count the same, and they're all important. Yeah, yeah you, you said it, um, <laughs> but especially with what's going on, uh, and again, being so fortunate to to have our health right now as it myself and and as our and, and our team sure. uh, I think everybody is looking forward to that first game yeah you know I think a lot of people will be looking forward to that first game so whenever they tell us uh, the experts say we can come back and get together I think everybody's going to be really excited for that moment I know I am counting down the minutes hours yeah. You, you mentioned it. Uh, we're all looking forward to that. Coach, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we can't wait to talk to you again in person soon and see everybody yeah. back on the field. We appreciate your time. All right, thank you. Go Bears.